It's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm out the box. Thank you for tuning in, downloading, subscribing to this wonderful podcast. You guys are just making it an amazing and amazing experience. And so guess what? I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going regardless. But (laughs) as always, I'm coming with something very uh, enlightening, inspirational, knowledge, wisdom, a topic, a discussion that is out the box that's going to give you different perspectives and views and ways of looking at things, giving you some information that you could use in your life and grow with. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you today's very special guest. You always know I got a very special guest in the building and his name goes by Broderick Miller. Broderick is he has his, not is, he has his own IT consulting agency that staffs for Fortune 500 companies. And he's also an alumni of Grandma State University. Welcome, Roderick. Good evening. Good evening. Glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here. Thank Tell you. us something about Roderick. Oh, well, that's pretty simple. <laughs> um Roderick Miller, I'm actually originally from Louisiana, Okay. but grew up in Chicago. Okay. Okay, so I spent most of my childhood life in Chicago, Uh, parents attending Grambling State University, so that's how that connection came about. Okay. Um, Came to Grambling many, many years ago. I'm not going to give the year, but hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was a member of the Grambling State uh, World Fame Marching Band. Music scholarship, academic scholarship, all of that above. Um, started to major in music, but I found out that they didn't make much money after they graduated in teaching music, so I changed to uh, computer information systems. Okay. And um, did a little bit of uh, computer information system as well as marketing as well at Grambling. Um, after um, finishing up at Gram- Grambling, I, I moved out to Dallas okay. with my first corporate corporate job. And uh, from there, I started in, uh, as a, you know, basically when people graduated from Grambling back then, it was programming, support, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got my my, my base of uh, IT experience from. Okay. And um, from there, went on to different positions, programming, support, uh, development type work, and, um, and eventually got into consulting. Okay. So that's when I was introduced to consulting, probably like, maybe like 10 years into my career. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, I started going out to diff- different Fortune 500 companies, meeting different uh, levels of uh, administrators and uh, executives and things of that nature and going out doing installations, training, whatever they needed. Okay. Um, but I didn't know how much companies were charging these, these, these corporations for my services. Okay. And uh, once I, I found out that, uh, the light went on. The light bulb went on. The light bulb went on. <laughs> and um, from there, I started building my network. Okay. I started meeting engineers, um, executives all over with these Fortune 500 companies. Uh, I always did a good job and um, was always a, a exemplary employee for those 15 years. Okay. okay. So... I guess I always had the idea of branching out on my own, doing this for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, 
about 17, 18 years ago, I had an opportunity to uh, branch out and do independent consulting. Okay. Uh, and the, the, the niche there, the particular product I was working with, with was uh, established by a company by the name of Sterling Commerce, which is now IBM. Okay. And um, I was considered an SME, which is a subject matter expert for that product. And companies pay a lot of money for those type of people. So when I went out and started doing consulting and found out what these corporations are charging, I said, hey, if I can get half of what they're doing, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got a contract with uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay. I, I left out in faith. No insurance, anything. Had a family at the time. I said, this is this time. And um, had a one-year contract. And uh, from there, it, it, it just expanded. And what I like to tell, what I tell kids, I said, uh, I tell them, you know, anytime you're in corporate America, try to do the best job you can because they're going to remember you. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big circle. Right. Uh, while in that contract, I got a call from my previous company asking me that I want to become a, a vendor. Wow. Okay. Because they knew the type of work that I performed in the past. Mm-hmm. So, of course, oh, yes, definitely. Because to get become a vendor for a lot of corporations, it's a lot of paperwork and you have to make a certain amount of money. But I had an inside contract, contact, I should say, and they brought me on. Okay. So, from there, um, I became an independent, I was an independent consultant doing work for them. So, they started coming to me and, hey, do you know anybody that does this and does this? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So, I had my own LLC at the time. So, I started bringing on people. To work for me at the time, started off one, two, three, four, outsourcing them to, at this time, company, IBM. Mm-hmm. And they would send them out to do consulting work through my company. Wow. Okay. So from there, um, the word got out and the other corporations started hearing about me. And then I started getting individual calls from other corporations outside of IBM. Hey, we hear you're doing some, some good work. Can you come set up our systems? Can you come up and, and um, set up our environment, architect our environment, things of that nature? Do you have a, a task force or a group of people? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can get you whatever you need. And from there, I just went on. And um, in, in the essence of networking, when I was in corporate America, I would always meet executives and get their information. Managers get their information. And when I got out, started doing independent work, I called them up. Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm out on my own. You need any assistance? Sure. Come on in. We we can hire you guys to come in and, and the rest is history. So Wow. And that's amazing. I mean, you've already gone into the topic without, <laughs> you know, right on into my topic yes. of discussion, which is, you know, your network impacting your net worth. Exactly. And you have a hit on some very um, major valid points of doing a good job of wherever you you are, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you're doing, your work. And then connecting with people, if it's just meeting them in that moment or, you know, in those situations. And then you just never know what may happen later on. Exactly. Yeah. you know, I talked to a lot of kids and um, they asked me, you know, how did you get into this? What happened? And, and I said, it, you know, you have to set your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I was a consultant just in corporate America, I would do my job, of course. 
but I would take that extra step, that extra uh, step in that essence, trying to please their customer, giving them something for their value plus more. Mm-hmm. And they remember that. And the example I gave you, I'm getting a call from the vice president of a department who knew me mm-hmm. and knew my work just out of the blue sky because they knew the type of person I was and the, the reputation I had at the company. So, hey, you live, you leave a good footstep prior and it'll, it'll move you forward immediately. So I always tell kids, do your best job, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. You know, my dad used to tell me, if you're going to be a garbage man, be the best garbage man in the world. Right. If you're going to be a basket weaver, be a bit best basket weaver. So that always stuck with me. And it it, it, um, it led me to, you know, being the person I am and, uh, you know, teaching kids and, and my family members as well. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's black excellence. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Definitely. You, you know, uh, we talk about um, going to school, going to college, yes. getting your education, and even the importance of going to an HBCU. Oh, wow. That's a and what, what we see now, you know, just overall in general, because... Even when I went to school, Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I didn't, I never seen the back end. What are the fruits of that? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's important for us to be able to show, you know, the younger generations, even adults, Mm -hmm. the fruits Mm -hmm. of education, going to HBCU and then pressing on, you know, um, the information, what you retain, what you learn, you know, is a is a, a big part of who you become and what you do. If you keep pressing forward with those experiences, you know, with those connections or just with the whole overall experience, exactly. you know, of trying to decide and figure out what you're going to do and who you're going to be or who you're going to eventually evolve into. Because I know you probably had no idea you would involve, you know, evolve into having your own uh, business of this magnitude, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you hear people. Oh, I, w- I want to have my own business. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? You know, it's, you know. I always tell people that if you can get into a niche, mm-hmm. that niche that has a demand, you know, because uh, something that people need. Right. And I happen to fall into a an, an actual uh, software or environment. That's a big demand for corporate America, mm-hmm. and a lot of not a lot of people have the experience of working with this particular software. So I always tell kids, I say, "Hey, um, where in my field, I say, if you go out on the internet and you Google Java, if you Java, uh, Google uh, C plus plus, look how many jobs out there. That's a demand, right? That skill set is in demand. So what I'm doing, and and what I'm doing." The average person wouldn't even understand it. Mm-hmm. But corp- corporate <laughs> America knows, you know, you, you, you're putting your ATM card and then you're getting money. That's all you know. Right. You're getting a bill in the mail. That's all you know. But software is controlling all that. Right. So um, behind the scenes, you know, these systems that I'm creating and developing and configuring and architecting, you know, um, there, there's a lot behind that. And, you know, going to school and getting the basic. You know, and knowing how to, you know, to learn and, and expand on things. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I went to Grambling back in the 80s, okay? Mm-hmm. What I learned in Grambling, most of it, I'm just going to be honest, wasn't used in corporate America, but it gave me my my culture and my and my, my brand of hustling. Right. And when I got out, I didn't stop going to school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually was working, and I found out there were things like programming language that I didn't know that Gremlin didn't give at the time right. that was just coming out. Mm-hmm. So I went to school at night. 
you know, I'm 21, 22 years old. I'm, I'm working. I'm going to school tonight to learn C plus or C plus plus back in the eighties mm-hmm. when it was just coming out because I didn't take it. Right. But I, I knew if I wanted to advance, I had to be on top of those things. Mm-hmm. And even to take a step further, I mean, I'm living in Dallas, Texas at that time, and I wanted to advance my career. I got an opportunity to move to New York at 24 years old. I did it. Okay. To take a job specifically for the job. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed in that job for a year and a half, two years, got the experience, came back to Dallas, found a company. They moved me back, paid for all my expenses, and it was a done deal that my, my career continued to take off. Mm-hmm. But the value of that, don't be scared to, to, to you know to move out and do different things that's out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, moving from Dallas to New York, people were like, well, why would you do that? The cost of living is much more there. Right. But at that time, the experience that particular position, it would have took me four or five years to get. Mm-hmm. And I was being offered that position at that time. So I'm jumping ahead five years on experience that I would have never gotten here at the time. Right. So I invested two years of my life in a city I didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, and then I came back and got in that, in a position that I would have never gotten. So you see opportunities, go for it. You know, some, some, some people or some you know, young people are scared to take that jump, and they get nervous about certain things. But uh, if if you see it, uh, an actual position or a career that you want, or even an investment you want, or some type of business you want, you got to research and continue to move forward on it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fall in your, in your pocket. Right, right. Yeah. Everything is a constant evolution. Exactly. Constant evolution. So you know, yes, you went to school, mm-hmm. but you went to school, you know, for to, to learn other aspects. And mm-hmm. then I'm sure you've had to keep on, you know, getting yes. educated, yeah. so you can even keep up with with technology. technology. Yes, it's, it's evolution. Right. I mean, as you know, technology changes every day, and um, I keep myself, you know, on board. The, the beauty of this, yeah, I have people that work for me, mm-hmm. but I'm still technical. I can, I can talk bits and bites mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not, not going to ever lose that. I'm not going to be a, a business owner that just sends people, hire people and be a people man, people manager type person. I want to be able to understand the technology and be able to do the technology because, Hey, I always say, what if, what if something happens and I lose this? Right. Because I can get a job doing consulting independently mm-hmm. because things do happen. Companies fall all the time, especially small, you know, business and things of that nature. So, I always tell people, stay up on top of your game, stay up with the technology. If you're if you're in a particular business, be able to kind of do what your employees are doing to a certain degree or understand it. Mm-hmm. So if you need, to, you can relate it to your customers. And if you need to, to branch out, you have that experience level. Because I still do contracts. Mm-hmm. I still do contracts. I mean, I'll get a contract and I'm like, hey, I can do that for two or three months, but I'll do it remotely. Mm-hmm. So I can still manage, you know, my people. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's different different ways of doing things. So. You got me wanting to go back to school for that. <laughs> <laughs> Take some courses, you know, because yeah. the world of technology has definitely evolved. Yeah. You know, even I came out in the late 90s. Okay. So, I mean, we just got email addresses yeah. then, you know, mm-hmm. and then we weren't into laptops yet. We were still on desktops. And, you you know, you were lucky to have a desktop computer, oh, you yeah. know, with all the bells and whistles. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and, you know, your speakers. And you know your hard drive, and mm-hmm. it's just evolved. Yeah. You know, it's and continue. right where just everything depends on technology. That's it, and and I mean, 
you know, if you have the aptitude for it, you mm-hmm. know, especially kids that are good in math or science and things like that, and that's, they, they seem to have an easier time moving forward with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't a quote-unquote genius. I was a decent, a good student. I was a good student. And, um, but some people can adapt real quick. They, some people need to be in front of somebody and learn. Some people can just read things and learn. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on your, your, your capabilities. Um, I mean, you know, going back to the Grambling days, you know, again, I'm, I'm an 80s Grambling night. And, uh, you know, we didn't have, like you said, we didn't have anything, even <laughs> compared to you. Right, it was worse. Right, right, right. You know, we didn't have cell phones. Right. So at least you guys had that. Well, no. In the late 90s? Mm-mm. Okay. It was, we were, they had just became accessible Maybe a few people would have like yeah, one on campus. Radio Shack or something mm-hmm. like that, but not me. Okay. You know, I didn't get my cell phone until I, gra- until I graduated. Okay. So, okay. Um, you know, we were still kind of using pagers and things. That yeah. was still kind of, we hadn't really totally faded out mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, a few people, like maybe one or two people may have had yeah. a cell phone, but it definitely hadn't become in his, its full-fledged evolution yet. Yeah. I mean, you know, one thing that's going on now uh, with the IT industry, especially consultants, you know, you travel a little bit, but a lot of people work from home now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's times I have three or four laptops at, at home, with, which means each laptop means a contract mm-hmm. or a different account. Okay. And I'm, I'm in my office checking this, checking this, checking that. It, it's a new day and time. You can have several contracts at home. You know, and I'm just going to be honest, you're making $200 an hour. That contract, that contract, that contract. That's just an example. Wow. But, you know, the game has changed mm-hmm. out there. And, and if you have that skill set, you, you can you can do a lot with it. So it's just, you know, equipping yourself with the knowledge. That is, I'm ready to get to, I'm ready to just change. No, I'll, I'll never stop doing this, you know. You, you know, mass communications, mm-hmm. you know, microphone, you know, being a... a a vessel of message, you know, mm-hmm. messages and positive things mm-hmm. in the world. That's just something that I've always yeah, done, and I'm going to continue to do. Right, mm-hmm. and I've had to evolve in it. You know, mm-hmm. it was first. It was you know just regular broadcast radio. That was the only options that we had. Okay. Was just regular broadcast radio. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a small. It was a small, a small lane that all these people were trying to to get in and, and go down and go through. Okay. But with the enhancement in the world of technology, mm-hmm. things started to change mm-hmm. where you have, uh, you know, blog talk radio. And then radio started ch- and information and news changed from the formal style of news, like, you know, your five o'clock news and your, you know, your morning news. It changed to more of an entertainment style, mm-hmm. you know, your e-news. Mm-hmm. And then it just... It has evolved out of control. Now, all the the outlets aren't worth anything. You know, some most of them are, some of them aren't. You know, but it's still a platform for you to use your voice and 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 create whatever it is that you want to create. Right. You know, and then it, it evolved into the uh, blog talk radio, mm-hmm. and then we evolved from blog talk radio to podcast. You know, everybody's on podcast now, even people that. Have, have been on, you know, a major network and have been big news anchors and, and stars. You know, they um, either lost their job or quit their job mm-hmm. and have taken their own, you know, skill set and following and making a ton of money mm-hmm. just by having their own podcast. Well, before podcasts, it was XM Radio. 
Mm-hmm. That was the thing. That was it. But mm-hmm. even in that, in this lane, how it has evolved and it continues to evolve. Exactly. It's the same thing. Everything, every area, every sector, every space evolves. So you, you just have to keep yourself up with the technology and, and whatever that space is. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, you're always learning. Definitely. You're definitely learning. Always learning. That's mm-hmm. something I had to learn that oh, I was yeah. going to always um, have to evolve mm-hmm. to keep myself, you know, in, in my up on the game, mm-hmm. in the lane, you know, what I wanted to do or my passion, whatever my passion is. Okay. You have to keep yourself, you know, up to par. Right, right. Because especially in, in corporate America as well, because they're always changing the game. Oh, yes. So, okay, you have a degree. All right, well, you need this certificate or you need a master's mm-hmm. and then you need this mm-hmm. and then you need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and as far as network is, network is concerned, Yes, we're African American. Mm-hmm. We're black, mm-hmm. right? Of course. Yeah. Which we got to be honest and truthful. We always have to know more. We have to work harder. We have to t- continue to be sure that we're not just up to par, but overly um, not qualified, but mm-hmm. just be on top of your game. I agree. I agree. And you know, I gave some examples of that when. You know, in this game, this consulting game, you go in, yeah, you want to do the job. Right. But you have to give that extra push or that extra effort, you know, to, to show that you are you know, who you say you are. Right. And then you want to, you know, be better or you want to advance in your career more than your, your next counterpart. Right. So right. I always had that in the back of my mind, you know, and, you know, coming from, coming from Grambling, that's just, it was, it was in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we, we always, we always say, some of my friends of mine, even some of my fraternity brothers, we always say, you got, you got that swag mentality you know you're gonna go in there you know i came from the swag this is how we do it mm-hmm. and uh you know we're gonna make it happen we're gonna make it work right so uh you know I, you know i tell people you know you know i got people that work for me to go to they went to ivy league schools mm-hmm. so you know it you know it doesn't it's not where you go it's what you make out of it. right what you make out of what it. you make out of it and, and and how you you know propel on it so you know so don't don't tell me because you went to you know Yale or, or Princeton that you know you, you're gonna be uh, better prepared. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, I got people that went to Ohio State, Notre Dame that work for me, mm-hmm. and I always tell people that. So you know, you, you do what you have to do to you know to advance. Right, so, for sure, yeah. and, and and it's always with that our network. Your network is still gonna be beyond um, African Americans. Yes. You have to. It is going to be beyond African Americans because you're trying to. We're doing business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing business and you're running a business, and you know, businesses are full of people from all different walks of life and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always tell people, like, yes, we want to support each other mm-hmm. beyond a shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you have to understand that um, it will never be just all one culture for mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. for not for anybody yes. you know we gotta we have to work together in certain areas in certain aspects yes i, I agree 110 percent on that we you know um you know when, when i got out into this field um i started doing an international type business and mm-hmm. uh, i had to bring on a guy who spoke portuguese and uh, spanish mm-hmm. i mean He's my partner now, and, and that branched me out. Right. And, and you just have to, you know, do what you have to do to get the business. So, right. yeah, networking is very vital 
you know, different languages and things like that. Cultures are different. Mm -hmm. So you have to get people that understand the culture. I mean, I've traveled all over the world, Singapore, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Thailand, I mean, everywhere, you know, Germany, I've been all over. So everybody has a different culture. Right. So you have to adapt to that. And, and, um, and that again, networking and getting people to assist you getting a good right hand man mm-hmm. or getting several people that can, you know, you're as good as people that work for you, you know, right. in other words. So getting people to relate things to you for you, your message in that culture helps a lot. I had to do that in the past. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, um it's it's just, you know, you, you gotta play the game and you, <laughs> you know, I hate to say that word game, but sometimes you get out there. And you have to learn how people do things. Corporate, corporate American people do things to get the business. Right. Right. So uh, you know whatever that takes, and and, and, and you, you learn from your previous experience. And the thing I like to do, I like to pass that experience on. I like to tell people. I like to talk to people and tell them what I went through, and and try to you know skip some of the, the, the pitfalls I went through right. to get there. Right. And uh, you know one thing that I, I truly love is when I when I talk to young guys or young kids. And they they follow some instructions mm-hmm. that I've given them from for their careers, and they come back and they call me and say, "You're right. <laughs> you know, you right. you told me this, 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 and this, and you are absolutely right." I said, "I cost you. I saved you ten years. Wow. I saved you ten years in it, by taking that route. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, you know, networking and giving back is very important. Right. For sure. Yeah." And, and that's amazing. I love to hear when, you know, you give some information and you, if they, people receive it, you know, the younger generations or anybody receives it mm-hmm. in a way of you just giving them those golden nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, so they won't have to go through that mm-hmm. themselves. They're going to go through something. Everybody's going to go through something, mm-hmm. but just packaging it up yeah. to say, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, this is, this is what... Not to say that you need it, mm-hmm. but this will propel you yes. if you just take it for what I'm what I'm saying. You know, it will propel you to a next level and open up doors for you yes. where you won't have to go through all the things that you may have gone through or someone else as you, you know, been in the in the, the environment and, and know what mm-hmm. to do. Exactly. Exactly. I mean I I just, you know, like I said, when I when I go to these different corporations, you know, I meet people and I reach out to people. Uh, uh, one one company I was with, a uh, couple of uh, younger guys, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I pulled them to the side and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, don't get caught up in this corporate America stuff. You know, uh, there's some other things you can do for yourself, mm-hmm. and, and it's a faster way to get there." And, you know, actually, I'm managing because I was managing the project at the time. And they're looking at me like, why is my manager telling me (laughs) not to, you know, stay here and do this? Mm -hmm. I was being real. Right. And uh, and I gave them the rundown on, you know, this IT industry, how, you know, learn what you can learn. But parlay that into something on your own. Right. You know, get about seven, eight years experience. And then guess what? Get you something else on the side in the same field and make double what you're making in corporate America. Mm-hmm. And they, they looked at me like, really? Like I'm, I'm speaking another language. Mm-hmm. And this young guy called me. At, now he's about, I guess about 28, 27, 28 guy. He, he called me. And well, he always keep in contact with me. He said, um, um, do 
you, you know anything that's going on out there that I could do? I, I think I'm ready. I said, you think you're ready? Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So, you know, I called some of my contacts, networking. Right. Hey, I got this guy, blah, da da Do you think you can work? I said, yeah. I said, I got something for you. He said, I said, you think you're ready? He's like, I think I'm ready. I got him a job making double what he's making. He's already an IT guy. He's He, he, he went to another school. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's making six figures right now. I got him a job making double what he's making from home. Wow. So he's working his permanent job. Mm-hmm. Plus he's doing his IT two-year contract at home from his house mm-hmm. because he listened to me. So, like I said, it he would have probably never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Thought that it was even possible. If no one really got in his ear and kind of told him how, what he needed to do and what he, how he needed to prepare. Right. So uh, he's working now. He's happy. Just had a little kid. Mm-hmm. Wife is happy. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So just little things like that. You know, I I, I don't hesitate to you know tell you know black kids especially. I pull them to the side everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And. I pull them, I get their numbers, I give them my number, I go back to Grambling, I, I pull them to the side, I speak as much as I can, mm-hmm. and, um, and and give them my inside knowledge, what I know, my niche, and um, if I can help you, call me. Right. Call me. Sometimes they call me, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they call me too late, because <laughs> <laughs> that happened a couple of times, but I'm, I'm open, I'm an open book, and I've always been. So. And that's that's what mm-hmm. we need, you know. That is definitely what we need. That's why, you know, I'm glad that you're here as Thank a you. guest on Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown because that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's all about providing that information that is in the cracks. Yes, that's the key. Right. Mm-hmm. The information is always in the cracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one of my favorite uh, media moguls is Kathy Hughes. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you know about her story, but Kathy Hughes started off doing online radio um, at uh, Howard University. And so um, before Radio One, of course, but that's where it started, you know, when she was getting the um, the advertisements, advertisement deals and all that, you know, to keep it up and running. And then I can't remember exactly what happened, but. Uh, her and her son ended up uh, staying together and um, that's where the evolution of Radio 1 started but the foundation of Radio 1 is to put out the right information and provide a media outlet for the African American community but it has to stay up and running you know so of course there's going to be different types of urban music and there's going to be different types of sponsors mm-hmm. but in the cracks is where you'll hear the information yeah. you know when we're, we talk about you know the voting and you know your rights mm-hmm. and the community is in the cracks yes definitely i mean that's the only way that we can keep it moving yes. and rolling you know with it being funded and yeah. so it's, it's, um, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so people like you, you know, knowing, having the knowledge, having the experience, knowing the game, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and offering and, you know, allowing that to pass around, you know, to either your counterparts on the side or teaching it, you know, to the younger generation. 
Yes. You know, in hopes that they will do the same thing. Yes, very important. Um, I just, you know, I, I had some mentors growing up, mm-hmm. and you know, they may not have been in the situation I am, but they spoke to me as far as life is concerned, what I should be doing, what I shouldn't do. Uh, but that evolves in other things when you get involved with learning, like for example, technology, you expand on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that always stuck with me. You know, these mentors I had, you know, when I was in my younger days. And uh, I always tell these guys, you know, they're older than me now. So I was like, hey, if it wasn't for you telling me these stories over and over and over, I heard the same stories over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But I, I act like I never heard it before. Mm-hmm. And they would tell me when they would go in these these companies and and, and learn certain things and what they encounter and how did they get around certain things. And I'm listening like I've never heard it before. And I hear it again and hear it again. And, you know, I took it and I took it with a grain of salt. And I lived my life by that creed to a certain degree, keep learning and keep passing down. Right. Yeah, so that's that's my, 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 my philosophy and I'll never stop doing it. Well, guess what? I'm glad that you're not going to ever stop doing it. I need to pull you over to the side. We need to talk about some things. You might need to probably get to help me with some stuff. Just, you know, in the whole realm of business. Right. You know, having your own business and networking and just, I'm sure you've got a ton of information that can help me, you know, as well. But, Roderick, I want to thank you for being a very special guest on this podcast. This will probably be what the number one downloaded stream one. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Nobody wants to know my IT geeks. If they, if they listen to what you said, they'll jump on it Mm -hmm. for sure. I know I would, you Mm -hmm. know, especially if I was, you know, trying to seek a different career path. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And see the the all the opportunity there is for it. Just looking at the big picture. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean this all relates to any kind of career. So right. I'm just happen to be in a different sector. So IT marketing, video and TV, whatever it is. Right. It's the same, right. Same. Technology. Technology is around. Right. It's all around us. All around us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me, though. You're welcome. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, you got to come back. All you right. know. We'll talk about something else. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure good. it out. But is there, do you mentor or is there a way for anybody that wanted to reach out to you just for some information um, for, to consult or maybe they want to seek some type yeah. of consulting? Well, uh, if, if, if something's going on, you know, you can you can actually email me. Um, uh, BL Miller at EDE Services and that's E-D-E-S-V-C-S. Dot com. That's the name of my company, EDE Services. And again, BL Miller at EDESVCS.com. Send me, shoot me an email, whatever. I have no problem getting back with you. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. And that's one of Grambling State University's finest black excellence in the building. <laughs> On out the box with old Bill Brown. Mr. Broderick Miller. IT. Mogul, <laughs> business owner. Thank you. Thank All you. of the above used to be in the band. You know that Grandma State University band that you see the world fame in the commercials uh, at us. these great events and all that. The one that the band that everybody talks about. 
he's that's part us. of that band. See how that excellence just transfers into all these different lanes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, it's been an amazing podcast. Thanks again for stopping in, stopping by, chopping it up, having a good dialogue conversation with all these different perceptions. Not perceptions. Did I say that wrong? Is that right? Out the box, a different right. perspectives. Perspective. There we go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Perspectives and different ways of looking at things. And that's what out the box is all about. Sure, sure. So, everybody out there, thank you for tuning in, downloading. Be sure that you subscribe, share this podcast out to all your friends and family. And as always, until next time, we're out. Peace.